All right, what's going on, everybody? My name's Isami Hongos. I'm a photographer and web video producer. In this podcast, hopefully, I don't peak as much, like I peaked back in high school or something. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, in this podcast, let's talk about um, why you shouldn't go to college as an artist and privacy. You know, just on a web browser and stuff. I tried going from Firefox, I mean from Chrome to Firefox. And I had to go back to Chrome because of several reasons. And uh, yeah, I, I was just kind of disappointed. But we'll talk about that later. So these are going to be sort of my 10, 11 multiple reasons as to why you should not be going to college. And I was originally going to make this video and I actually started to make this video but I just like you know what I'm just talking like you know when you produce a lot of content you got to choose your gigabytes correctly um, and I was just like you know this is probably gonna be like a good five eight gigs and usually I store everything because I want the highest quality possible and um, I'm just like Let's choose wisely. Let's make this into a podcast because I have not been checking the news lately, especially when it comes to uh, technology news. So I'm like, it makes sense, you know, students are applying to college. Um, this is just going to be turned into a YouTube podcast as well. And I was just like, okay, dude, let's just, let's just turn it into a podcast for YouTube. So it's going to be on YouTube as well. Um, so yeah, choose your gigabytes wisely. Even though they are less expensive. I mean, 8 gigs isn't that expensive, but again, it, it adds up. So let's dive right into the topic of uh, why you shouldn't go to college, especially if you are an artist. Uh, hold up, I'm going to get somebody to drink. Because obviously I'm, I talk way too much. Alright, so why am I saying this? You know, I feel like... I'm pretty well educated now. I, I have a degree and I can, after a few months of trial and error and applying to jobs and getting an art degree because I'm an idiot, um, I'm going to be real with you. Um, you know, the, the idea of going to college and, you know, the American dream and this BS rigged structured game that they tell you where you go to high school, you graduate, you go to college, you find yourself a nice job. I'm just going to be real honest with you. It is all a BS rigged game, especially when you're an artist. And and I'm just going to speak my truths here. That mentality was heavily instilled in me. And, you know, I, I completely get it. Education is very, very important. However, we think, especially when you're from, you know, from... A child of an immigrant, first gen, you're low income. We think of education in a very linear way. Um, we think of education as an, a professor educating you. But there's this like, beautiful saying in hip-hop that says, each one, teach one. And that's what's happening with the globalization of the internet. So I'm just, I mean, I'm kind of building it up. And as to why I stopped believing in, uh, in you know, higher education, costs, and all that stuff. So let's get right on it. So first and foremost, I'm pretty sure you've, you know this by now, that the value of an education, of a degree, no longer holds the same value 
as he used to. And I'm going to make this into a very easy example. You remember when your friend got that iPhone, right? And, uh, and everybody was like, whoa, this guy has an iPhone. And then everybody started to get an iPhone. And then that guy became this cool. It might have been you. It might have been your best friend. It might have been the guy you don't like. But the popularity went down, right? It's kind of like that. And, you know, I'm not going to make this a super scholarly podcast, but I will throw out this source by the Harvard Harvard Business Review, which says, Evaluative information like work samples, personal representation, peer and manager reviews, shared content and scores and badges are creating new signals and aptitudes in different types of credentials. So, you know, for an artist, you know, I think um, filmmakers is the best examples. Back then, there was this heavy gate that so many that very few individuals controlled when it came to movie making. Being a, being a director meant that you had to go to a film school in order to gain access to the equipment. Like think about Martin Scorsese or Robert De Niro. De, De Niro, um, I can't say his name, and it's like a Spanish name. <laughs> Think about how hard they probably had to work in order to even get close to a camera that would record. And like, we have a cell phone in our pockets that does like 1080 to 4K and 120. Like, it's really, really insane. So there's new forms to show off your work. There's easier tools for you to show off that work. And and it brings me to this point regarding your work which is point number two. See, this is why I didn't make it a video because I stutter a lot when I go into these sort of like heavy, like much heavier topics. And this is also like a personal opinion. You know, I'm, t I'm telling you because I care. All right. Um, also, people want to see your portfolio, not your essays. And, you know, your portfolio, whether you're a graphic designer, um, a photographer, a filmmaker, you're into animation, people will ask you, let me see your work. And you know, as a photographer and video maker, when I think about the amount of time that the the amount of time that I could have, you know, made a new piece of content or I could have put in a little bit more work into my pictures, I, I, I genuinely felt disappointed because I was following someone else's agenda. I know a lot of us out there want to be our own bosses. They want you wanna be your own boss, your own master of your time. And I you know, this is easier said than done. You're going to have to work some shitty jobs. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in that spot. I've been in that spot. You're going to have to work some shitty jobs. But think about you're going to waste two to four years of your life and you're, or invest whatever word you want to say. But you're going to be there and you're going to be working for three, four teachers. And guess what? You might have to get internships. So you're going to be having a fifth boss and then you're your own boss. So why have the stress? of having being judged by someone that is way, way older um, and might not understand your view. Uh, I mean, you just look at the new editing styles um, and they might not get that. They're going to be like, why are you putting a filter over this picture? It should be like photography is true to life and you should never put a filter over it, right? And they might not get that, but you know, you kind of have to explain it and you know, I just, that's the first thing. Like, people want to see your work. They want to see, like, better better content, better work, better photographs. And I'm pretty sure you've seen it. You you see it all the time. You say you could, you only get better by practicing. So, again, people want to see your portfolios, not your essays. And 
you know, you should you should learn to struggle at a younger age. Um, but also, when you're at such a young stage, and you like, I 100% know I want to be an artist, and I want to do this. You know, I want to be creative for the rest of my life. The biggest thing, the worst thing for you is losing your passion. And I, and th- this happened to me, and I know it. Two years, two years where I question like, is this really the thing I want to do? Like. That should never be a question in your damn mind when you want to be one of the greatest. When you, you know, like Picasso probably doubted himself. Didn't Picasso die? Like, not knowing that his art was so great. Who was, no, Van Gogh. Van Gogh died not knowing that his art was so great. Or I'm pretty sure some of the greats doubted themselves at some point, right? Um, but this is easy. You know, again, you're working for someone else, it can be draining. Um, and to me, it was just like, having five to ten page essays every single week um and sometimes you know the essays would be a topic that i would be interested in i'm not gonna lie on that and sometimes they wouldn't and it'd just be another bs class that i had to take in order to fulfill some sort of prerequisite or it was part of my class curriculum think about how much time you're wasting not practicing on your craft and this also leads me to this sort of you know these heart i mean like the uc system like the california system harvard's ivy league i mean I, I don't know why you would go to an ivy league for this but you know they're they're not really caught up you talk to them about social media the professors are like what is social media it's probably gonna take like another 20 years to get like a like a media so like a proper social media course and by then they're probably gonna be talking about vine you know so again you have to put in those hundred thousand hours in order to even be become decent at your craft, um, you probably heard everybody say it. You know the the thousand, the hundred thousand hour rule, the ten k, um, the ten k rule that comes with being an artist. Um, it's real, and I can honestly say that I've wasted a lot of time doing stuff for other people that I didn't want to do, and I was just like, man, I want to be a photographer, I want to be a video maker, I want to be a podcaster, and. I know I, I haven't put in the work, and that's for real, and that's because I was working for, and it's rain, it's draining, you know, like, at some point, you're like, you know, I'm just gonna settle, and that's not us, we, us artists don't settle, we don't, we want to make things amazing and incredible, I was gonna say great again, but no, <laughs> let's not say that, um, but yeah, so let's go on to number four, which is prerequisites, um, if you go into a liberal arts college or really any college in the United States, um, they will ask you to take a mix of English, math, and history. And, you know, I completely get it. It's, um, it's super important to gain a wide view of the world. Um, you know, you, you might not like math, but it's important to learn it, right? And history, super important. But I was watching this, um, this video by Ryan Higa, and he probably said, it's like DeVry, it's, it's like, it's affected the entire process, which is nobody's going to do the work for you. You have to do it yourself. You're initially paying someone for work. Think about how insane that sounds. You're paying, you're paying slightly to be tortured, basically, because these classes can be immensely draining, especially if you're like first gen or low income and like, you're not Chad from Delta, 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 Delta Airlines or you know, whatever, Delta cheeseburger, double, triple waffle with a side of fries or whatever, like, 
it's very difficult at times and you know imposter syndrome is imposter syndrome is a very real thing and you know your your battles are just as valid as my battles and i'm just letting you know it's gonna get hard and if you're an artist you're gonna be like i'd rather be doing something i love than working for somebody else um and these classes if anything are gonna set you down slow you down so you down. i can't read what, what my notes are saying um, and again, those that 10k, 100,000, th those are two different numbers. I put 100,000 hours because I don't even feel like I put 100,000 hours in my work so far. And I've been at this for like six years. But think about those 100,000 hours that you're going to be putting. Do you? Th I, I mean, art is supposed to be about learning multiple perspectives. But if you're like, think about it, are you really going to use like the word, the like, world war z of bacon in your um in your art someday no probably not am i gonna photograph bacon i don't know where i'm going with this but think about it long term think about this very far into the future um which also brings me to my fifth point which is money moolah dinero the green stuff cream Wu-Tang Clan, um, which is, come on, let's let's be honest, um, college is very expensive. Let me just emphasizing by getting really close to the mic and saying, it's going to, sorry if it peaked, it is so expensive, it is, you know, it's, it's a fundamental right, but it is treated like a luxury, and I think that um, Beam News did a really great article, like a really great video on it. Um, I, what I'm doing now is I'm going to post these podcasts along with all the links to whatever I talk about um, on my website. So check out IsaacMihangos.com slash podcast one, even though this is like podcast one million. But this is podcast with the good equipment. Um, obviously, you're going to, if you don't get financial aid, you're probably going to, you know, even with financial aid, you're going to pay, be paying an arm and a leg for a fancy piece of paper. And if you don't have financial aid, um, which, you know, some of my friends had to go through that, get loans, pay an arm and a leg, plus they had to bleed along the way. And, you know, those those, those friends that I have, um, their parents are pretty well off, but just because they're rich, I don't feel like, you know, they should, they, they shouldn't have to, like, get, you know, banks are the worst thing in the world. All they, all, they really, they literally run on you hoping to make bad financial decisions and to me, I think this is a very bad financial decision for anybody at this point. <laughs> like, horrible decision. And I'll kind of kind of wrap this up as to where I think stuff is heading in the new digital age. And, um, yeah, like, you're going to be paying. And the great thing about high school is that it's free. Like, high school might suck. You might be growing through puberty. A lot of hormones, a lot of testosterone and... What do girls have again? Um, I always ask that. I always forget. Um, if you can tweet me so you can educate me. <laughs> I, I forgot what girls have. But, um, you know, a lot of hormones, a lot of stuff in your brain. That might all suck, but that shit is free. Sorry if I cussed to the sponsor. They're gonna, I'm going to try to uh, monetize off of this podcast because I'm really, really broke. So, again, it's free. Take advantage of that. Um, and having debt over your head, I'm going to be honest with everybody. It is mentally draining. Like, 
you think about how much fun you could be having. Um, you can think about what vacations you could be going. But nope, you got to think about those debt collectors that are constantly sending you emails every once, every like, every 24 hours. Um, and yeah, you, you got to think about that. So please, I wish it was more common um, uh, to kind of take that one year break, that gap year in between um, in between um, your first year of college, like the U- they do in the UK and yeah but but it's not it's really really not but um yeah so you're gonna end up at 10 20 30 40k in debt and uh you know why bury yourself like when you're young you probably make the worst financial decisions of your life don't let college be one of those all right why bury yourself ask yourself this be a little introspective I did not learn the word intros- introspective from college either. That was, uh, yeah. So um, don't do that to yourself. Think about it really hard. Debt, debt, debt collectors are the worst. Um, or just, just thinking about debt. You know, it's it's not something fun. It's not something healthy for your head. So yeah, that's, that's, um, that's number five. Now we're going to move on to number six which is the amazing internet. You can literally learn anything on the internet. You can get in contact with just about anybody on the internet. And to me, that's amazing. Like, imagine how much our parents would kill to um, to have this opportunity. But they didn't. So I'm just being honest. And when you go to college, you're kind of... You might be talking to some professors that are re- doing research in the area that you want to, but they're they're like thirty or forty years ahead. I mean, like behind. Let's be honest; they've been out of it for a while. Um, and if you think about it, with the internet, you can literally get in contact with anybody, um, like in the blink of an eye, you know, in the or in the hearing of an eye, or in, with a phone call, or Skype, or a tweet. So. I know that I've personally learned more on the internet than I have with um, with university. And, you know, everybody works differently. Some people might have been different. You know, film school, design school, all might have been great. But to me, there is, I'm going to be honest, I learned more on the internet. And even when I was taking the classes that were interesting and I learned something from them, I was actually learning from the internet. So, again, but of course... Make sure that you check your sources multiple times or else it is bad. Okay, we don't want fake news. Fake news is bad. Um, and uh, also, sorry, my dog's barking. Um, number seven. Again, we're artists. I think a majority of us are aiming to be like the best possible, right? Um, us artists are... How do I put this? We, when you look at greatness, there is no one linear path. And I want people to understand that I realized this as I was finishing. I'm like, dang, there's like, you know, for doctors, there's med school, for engineers, you kind of finish, for software engineers, you kind of finish. And then there's industry that's very well put together and you can kind of sort yourself in like a, 
like a nice little keyboard tablet. You know, you are a Q, a W, R, an E, an R, a T, and you kind of fit in there. But for the music industry, the photo industry, the video industry, it doesn't work like that, bro. Like, there is no linear way to get in this industry, and there's no resumes that you put in or cover letters. Like, the best work you can put out is your own original work. And um, and you can't do that when you're working for somebody else. Like, this is your side hustle. Work your 40 hours. Make your side thing. And then make it into your career. But, again, you're going to have to basically put out a lot of bad work before you put in your good work, your original work. And um, you're going to have to make mistakes early. But the earlier you make your mistakes, the faster you can recover. And you can live on. So please realize that to get to greatness, it's even harder as an artist because you're constantly moving away from, you know, someone might have paved the road, but why would go with the road with the most footsteps? That is not, to me, that's a very boring road. And I know that right now this is the messy middle. This is where... And I think you should read The Messy Middle, the book. It's a great book. You know, everybody sees as sees greatness as had a great idea and then the great idea was finished. Where's the middle? Where's the climax or all that stuff? Um, and we, we kind of forget about that. But right now you're going through your messy middle. I know I'm going through my messy middle. And um, it just kind of works out that way. But please recognize we have the least, least linear, the most hostile sort of business model out there. Not saying that doctors don't. Doctors are saving lives. Um, but there's this really beautiful quote by Robin Williams that says, you know, engineering, mathematics, something, something, something. Um, these are stuff that's necessary to sustain life. But poetry, beauty, romance, these are the things we stay alive for. Shout out to Robin Williams. Rest in peace. Uh, but but I always keep that in the back of my mind when you're when I'm questioning whether the arts are important and it, and it's true you know like how many times are you ever like I'm sad I'm gonna go do my favorite math equation and solve a few engineering problems probably if you're some weirdo yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense but for the average person they listen to their favorite song they go see their favorite video to cheer them up so um yeah that that, that was greatness linear it's not linear industry harsh all right moving on to number eight which is um that there's so much irrelevant information and again i kind of talked about this beforehand which is a lot of these individuals professors are going to be out of their industry for a really long time it's freaking nuts they'll be out and they'll be judging your work and you're like you'll just be in the back of your head and be like, bro, you've been out of the industry for like 80 years. Like, I mean, teachers aren't that old, but they'll be out for a while and it'll make you question. You know, there's a difference between creative criticism and, you know, just, you know, you outshine the master for, for the first time and they're like, let me put you down for a while. And I had this happen to me. I, I remember I would always get B pluses in one of my projects with my team. 
and they would never explain why. They're like, I don't like it. And that's like, that's not creative criticism. You're just giving me a B plus instead of an A minus. And you know, I barely, rare, I never got an A. I, I don't think I did. Did I ever get an A in college? Like, like higher, like I went to Davis, so I don't really remember. <laughs> it's traumatizing to remember. Um, but I just, I just want to be real with you. Like there's people in the industry that will give you the greatest advice. Um, I know I've received pretty good advice uh, regarding that. So please keep that in the back of your head when, when you're doing that. Um, too much irrelevant information, too much BS, too much just being bored in class, sitting like you're wasting a lot of time when you could be doing something else. Um, so a lot of irrelevant information, books are old, text, you know, PDFs. They don't want you to, they don't, you, they don't want you to use the website to give you free books because yada, 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 you got to be honorable and all that stuff, right? But again, a lot of irrelevant information that I'll probably never use unless I am with a bunch of like old snotty like rich people, right? Because I know what the word introspective means and I have a super high vocabulary. Um, but yeah, irrelevant issue, irrelevant information. I mean, not a relevant issue. Um, next, networking, uh, using the internet. The reason that, you know, college was so important back in the day is because there was a large network of alumni and you could go and get into this industry because your college had a lot of individuals who went there and control, you know, the elites bringing on the elites if you went to this elite school. That's why Harvard is so great and all that stuff. I didn't go to Harvard. I really don't. I'm pretty sure it's like a completely different culture out there. Um, I just did not like that's the whole reason you go right to build a network, but it's so easy to build a network um, with the internet. You see where I'm going here? It's so easy to build this network that will get you anywhere except probably Mars, unless you connect with Elon Musk. Um, and that's just it, like, build your network through the internet, I built, you know, I've met pretty cool people on the internet, to be honest, um, and it's really easy to do that, so build that out, make sure it's it's a great infrastructure, and there's a lot of networking, meetup.com, go on that stuff, meet people, network with them, and again, I can honestly say it's not what you know, it's who you know, and that is super true let me put that giant emphasis on how true that is it's very 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 true times a billion all right okay now moving on to the final one which is hold on let me get some let me get some water i've been th talking for like 40 minutes um which is this whole idea of community college you know i went to community college and I want to say that it's highly underrated because community college is great. It is, okay, I went to one of the best universities in the world and yada, 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 and all that garbage, mumbo jumbo, Forbes, whatever, um, which to me, I really don't care. Like, honestly, like people, some people will be super snobby about where they go to Berkeley, <laughs> Stanford. <clears throat> Actually, I like Berkeley more than Stanford. <clears throat> Stanford. So, um, so to me, like, if I can say one thing, being honest, is that the quality of education between lower division classes is exactly the same. Exactly the same between um, community college and like a pretty like great university. Um, the work exactly the same. 
Um, if anything, I felt like I was getting the exact same education. And I get your parents. You're probably like, Mom, I want to go here and, you know, spend like, you know, your first two years are usually your social years. Um, so, um, yeah, you want to be social and pay like an extra like 20 to 40K depending on your financial status. Probably not. I know, man, it seems really cool to go to like Berkeley or LA or Harvard. Hey, if you get the chance, you know, by any means, go there because it's a lot harder to transfer into those colleges. But if you're like going to like UC Santa Cruz or Riverside or Northridge or, you know, I don't know, what's another... <laughs> or Merced. <laughs> I'm just saying this because it's the UC system. Anyways, like, think about it long term. Kind of find yourself. Get to know your city. And then apply. Um, save yourself some money because cream, cash rules, everything around me. And the community college is really, really great. Um, if you're, like, first gen or low income, a lot of people will kind of be in that same boat. And it'll, find, it'll feel like a more tightly knit community. And that's what I personally found. Um... And it was just like a lot cooler to connect. Um, I'm actually kind of grateful for it because I kind of already kind of talked about it in a previous video, uh, youtube.com slash Isaac Mihongos, uh, regarding that. Um, you know, I met some really great people in community college. And, you know, I hope that eventually um, they'll give out like bachelors because, you know, beam, beam, you know, the federal government gives this to an institution. And then the institution is like, oh, the federal government would just pay for it, right? You just watch it wherever I linked it down below. Um, but again, please do not make the mistake of going because your friends are going. Your friends are probably going to change. So, um, yeah. So that's that's kind of my ramble. Please do not, again, money, dinero. But if you, you know, if you're like a genius kid that got into like, I don't know, uh, what's a pretty decent school, like Irvine and you're on a scholarship, you know, go, enjoy your time, do whatever you want, you know, just don't be crazy and spend all that money, financially money, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's kind of my ramble, I'm 30 minutes in, um, which is really crazy because, you know, they say that gear doesn't matter, but sometimes this makes me feel pretty cool because I got this pop filter, so like the B's and the P's sound nice, um, but next we're uh we're gonna be talking about firefox and uh google chrome so you know <laughs> so one of my favorite classes during college <laughs> i know i know i just bashed on college for like half an hour straight uh but uh now let's talk about one of my favorite classes which was the talk about surveillance and privacy and you know all these all these crazy things that are brought... Oh, wait, what? Yeah, all these crazy... What was I going to talk about? Digital age. Okay, see, this is what happens when I ramble on. I kind of forget what I'm going to talk about. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, digital age, great for networking. Artists don't need college. Biggest point I want to make. Artists do not need college. Uh, learn one, each one, teach one. Okay, now we're going to move on to privacy and all this stuff, Firefox. Um, so, yeah, that got me really thinking about privacy. Um, I was... I was pretty young when this whole Snowden leak, the how governments leak on, like, leak on you. How the government spies on you, right? How they use, like, 
your information, collecting telephone information, and all that stuff. Um, at that point, I didn't really understand it. I'm all like, isn't that like your parents watching you or whatever? Isn't that pretty normal? Um, but I guess as I learned through that course, uh, I understood why privacy and security and all that stuff is like, you know, super important. Um, and I actually felt, I actually went fucking paranoid. I mean, <laughs> paranoid, like crazy. Sorry, sponsors, if I'm cussing, I do not mean to cuss. Um, I was just like, yeah, okay, makes sense. We, we have privacy. It should be part of our fundamental rights. The government should not be looking into what I do. And, um, you know, saying I have nothing to hide is a pretty bogus statement now that I think about it. Because, you know, that's like kind of you giving up your rights, right? Like, I have nothing to hide. That's just like you're just kind of giving into the government saying like, woohoo, like just kind of taking my rights, right? Um, so the reason I made the switch from originally from Chrome, you know, I loved Chrome, even though it hogs up a bunch of crazy power, um, was because, you know, Google was selling my information to, um, to advertisers. And as we all know, if you've ever had a TikTok ad, they're really annoying at targeting. We'll talk about TikTok some other time, but, um, that's the reason I switched. I'm just like, no one should be looking into what I do. And the less information they have on me, the less likelihood they are to like target me correctly, right? Or target me at all. Less information, you know, goal information is the new gold mine of the 21st century. So I made the switch. I'm like, I've used Firefox in the past. It's not that bad. I had nothing against Firefox. It's really cool that they're like funded by the people who they should be funded by anyways. Um, and uh, when I made first made the switch, I'm like, eh, it doesn't feel any more different. Excuse me. Uh, but I knew that, you know, it was a lot more about privacy and my rights. Um, and then as I used it a little bit more, uh, so they clear the cache, like all the time. They clear cache and cookies. And, you know, this is this is where I think about how convenience, <laughs> I do things in the name of convenience. Because a lot of the times it would not save like my, my e actually no, it would save my emails and all that stuff like, I would constantly have to enter my passwords, right? Because it would forgot, forget it in the name of privacy and security, which I was like, okay, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And eventually I got pretty used to it. But then the extensions, man, the extensions and certain web pages and all this stuff, man, it just, and it was that and websites sometimes wouldn't load. And okay, so first and foremost, to start off with the websites. Um, so... Sometimes, um, you know, VPNs and stuff, everybody, should, I think, should be using it. Um, they would not allow me to go into the website. So I would just go into Amazon, and I'd be like, okay, going in, nope, nope, would not load. I was just like, this is insane. So I would just, you know, exit, X out, log back in, and I would have to, like, crack the DaVinci code, the DaVinci code um, solve, like, 10 puzzles, uh, resuscitate a dead puppy back to life and then it would work uh, and then sometimes like everything would be working um, I would have like four tabs open and then it everything would freeze and I know I was not running anything because I was just doing some like minor search engine stuff and like playing YouTube music in the back and 
I'm like, bro, are you serious? And it would just like disconnect. Like it would not connect to the internet. Um, and I was just like, what the, f-? like, I was, I was just really pissed, you know, like I just want this thing to work in the name of privacy and security and not selling my information to it. Um, and then the, ex- and then, um, yeah, it would just stop talk. It would just stop working. And then the extensions were the most difficult because, you know, I have quite a few extensions, um, of like, like Ebates and, you know, ad blocker because, you know, I might put, I might be putting ads on this, but I hate ads. Like the next person, like, how does that work? You hate ads, but you want people to watch your ads. You're like contradiction there. Um, like they would just not work. So I, I realized that every, okay, this will be the conclusion. Okay. We're going to move on. And then, um, you know, it just, it would just not work themes eh? they had all right themes. Um, the web pay, I mean, so much of it stopped working and sometimes it would cry. Like this would happen so often that I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And I, and I kept on doing it, you know, because I became obsessed with privacy and you know, the selling less information to the companies and I was just like, Oh my God, it crashes like every day. I cannot do this again, doing it for the sake of convenience. And then, you know, Gmail, the YouTube Studios app sometimes would be clunky. And then, you know, we're just revolving our entire lives around Google, which um, which is great for them because, you know, I want to make this whole video regarding like, like Google isn't free. Like you're you're selling them gold. You're giving them gold. You're giving them your information. Um, and uh, I was just like, holy moly, I can't, I can't do this. Like I, 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 I did try like three months like three months of pure Firefox experience and like trying to get away from like the whole selling my information for the sake of convenience. But I, I couldn't do it. Like there's so many, so many clunky things and I don't see, I think Firefox becomes the middleman right here because you know, there's supply and demand, you know, there's individuals who make it and every extension made is more well optimized for Google Chrome. And I noticed this with Ebates, I noticed this with Momentum, I noticed this with like ad blocker, a majority of these extensions are being optimized mostly for Google Chrome. And you know, YouTube, I use YouTube all the time, optimized for Google Chrome. And I, I, I feel a little defeated because I was just like, yeah, privacy, yeah, you're not gonna get my info. Um, but I couldn't like, it's, we're kind of digging ourselves into this hole of relying so much on a company to sort of provide us this product for free, quote unquote free, but we are not thinking about the long-term percussion repercussions of it. Um, first and foremost, I think the biggest example of them using our information is on the Google pixel three, you know, I, it's a revolutionary camera. I'm not going to lie. It's probably the best camera I've raved about it. I would totally get it. But, you know, this also comes to into a debate of Apple versus Android. And, you know, I stick to Apple because they said it. We're not the product. And Google sees you as the product. They see what you do, how you do it, and then they sell it to you. They market it for you. And that's why the Google Pixel 3 is so good. They have so much information because you upload your stuff onto their photos app for free, compressed, even if it's compressed, you can still gain information from that. But it's 
it's like you you can't win because people are so used to the convenience the google drives the the notes you know the youtube youtube is not evil please don't let it be that evil even though you suck sometimes google news maps everything we're just so interlaced with this and you talk about you know china and then going in there with project dragonfly oh look i did keep up with the news project dragonfly and them censoring information and you know, it's, it just becomes like this company is becoming really, really powerful. And, you know, I'm a, t- I'm a tech guy, but also like I, I actually study politics. I actually wanted to be a lawyer before I be, wanted to be, be an artist. You know, I think all artists want to be something extremely left field. Um, but you recognize that Congress and the Supreme Court and all these sort of places of power have no clue what is going on. Uh, and, and I always bring the Cambridge Analytica uh, debate up. And that's because, you know, I think I, last, time, last time I said the Senate, but basically, I think, no, it was, it was not the Senate. It was, um, I think, in front of Congress, Mark Zuckerberg is like, these guys are dinguses. Supreme Court, your, your honors, I do not think you are dinguses. I'm saying Mark thought you guys were dinguses. And that's because every single question was in the privacy settings of the info, like, it, at this point, it really is up to young people to talk about privacy and security and all these things that Google is monopolizing on. Like your your information is so valuable, your personal information is so valuable, and and I'm really sorry that I that I kind of admitted defeat. I mean, it's a web browser, <laughs> it's like not it's not like the biggest defeat ever, but like you you try to hold on to your morals and all that stuff and all that jazz and kind of work with the product, but. I think I just got, they, they literally are so good at manipulating you for the sake of convenience. And I went back to Chrome, sad, but everything works great now. All my extensions work really, really great. But I'm asking Ebates and all, everybody that makes an extension to make the extensions as good on Firefox and Safari um, as good as they are made on Google Chrome. Speaking of which, I should really try out Safari. It's more optimized for the Mac. Um, um, but yeah, I say um a lot, right? Man, I gotta stop saying um a lot. I mean, that's kind of what you say when you don't, you don't know what to think about. Um, so there we go again. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, um, that's all I kind of wanted to talk about. This is, this is a pretty long podcast, but hopefully the audio quality is a million times better. Um, I've, I've really felt it's much be- better. Shout out to Yeti because, uh, the quality is so good. And uh, again, I'm going to distribute this on uh, Anchor and Spotify. And I'm really happy. It just It's a much longer podcast. And that's because I'm not fighting with my phone. Um, so sponsors, if you want to send me a new phone. This is the first time I'm actually going to monetize anything. Because I, I think I at one time I did try to monetize YouTube. But then they changed the rules. And I think I lost like 35 cents. Um, but I will do that. And again, so the biggest takeaways from this is the issue of privacy and everything is optimized for Google Chrome. And then the next thing is, um, if you're an artist, please do not go to college. Please do not have debt over your head. Don't do it because your friends are cool. If you have a great opportunity, go for it. But please think long term ahead. And that is it. I thank you so much for watching and for watching. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. 
if you have any questions or want to discuss anything, my Twitter um, is down below. All this information, all the links I talk about will be on my website. Um, but I'm so happy with the new microphone. And yeah, I thank you so much for your time and your attention. My name is Isaac Mihangos, and I'll catch you in the next one.